0: And this young Indian man who's on board, she added in a low voice, well, he's a Mohammedan, isn't he? He has been to public school in England, but has it improved him? He thinks he's one of us, but of course he never will be. The Indian man in question, whose name he could never quite remember, had some acquaintances in common with Morgan, but he was a trying fellow whose company was unrewarding. Morgan had also begun to avoid him lately, but he knew that his table companion meant something different by her aversion, and he disliked her for it. Though she was not in any way unusual, almost every other passenger treated the poor man with polite contempt. Only the day before, one of the army wives, a Mrs. Turton, had remarked, They tell me that young Indian's lonely. Well, he ought to be. They won't let us know their wives. Why should we know them? If we're pleasant to them, they only despise us. Morgan had wanted to reply, but held off, and felt bad about it afterwards. So this chance encounter with the golden young officer held a tinge of promise in it. Something about Kenneth Searite, though it was hard to say what, did not belong in uniform, or with his air of impeccable politeness. To begin with, they talked in a desultory way about the voyage. They had recently passed through the Suez Canal, and the experience, for Morgan, had been curiously reminiscent of a picture gallery. And he had been disappointed by Port Said. It was, so everyone had told him, one's first vision of the East, yet it had none of the smell and vibrancy and colour he'd been expecting. There were no minarets and only a single dome, and the statue of de Lesseps, despite pointing commandingly towards the canal, appeared to be holding a string of sausages in his other hand. He'd gone ashore, of course, and some of the Arabs were beautiful, but they spoiled it by trying to sell him smutty postcards. Do I see something filthy? Noah? Well, perhaps after tea. All in all, it hadn't been an uplifting experience. Except for the coaling barge, Sirite said. Yes, Morgan answered. Except for that. The memory of the barge came back strongly to him. More specifically, it was the figures on top that continued to trouble him. Black with coal dust, they had woken from a death-like torpor into a frenzy of activity, singing and squabbling as they carried their baskets on board. One of the figures, of indeterminate age and sex, had stood by the plankway after dark, holding a lamp, and the image, with its deep shadows and contrasting yellow glow, had seemed both hopeful and frightening to him. Sirite had also been there. Morgan remembered now, and they had been standing close to one another at the rail, watching the scene. Although they had not yet met or spoken, the moment seemed in retrospect like a kind of complicity. They began to speak now about their plans after landing at Bombay. They agreed they might travel as far as Agra together, after which Sirite would head off towards Lahore and Morgan to Aligarh. You are staying with a friend there? Yes, Morgan said and then dared to admit he's a native. Ah, Searite said. I thought that might be the case. I'm glad to hear it, very glad to hear it. You won't learn anything about India unless you mingle with the Indians, whatever anyone else might tell you. I myself have been very close to many of them. Ah, yes, very close. I can't imagine all your brother officers approve. There is more understanding than you might think, but of course you have to be careful. It's a matter of knowing your time and place. He laughed shortly. Is your friend a Hindu? He's a Mohammedan, in fact. Ah, yes. The Mohammedans. People think of the Hindus as sensual because of all the decadent religious imagery. On the other hand, the Mohammedans are people of the book, just like us. Well, I can tell you. The Pathans are a breed of young savages, and I intend to make friends with many of them. It's one of the delights of being transferred to Peshawar. I used to be in Bengal, you know, in Darjeeling. and i had a ripping time there, but I'm looking forward to the future. Morgan had the uneasy feeling that the topic had slid away from him, and they were talking about different things. Nevertheless, he said, so am I. You're looking forward to seeing your friend? Very much. You've been missing him? How well I know this feeling. How well. And then I'm driven to seek consolation elsewhere. Fortunately, one doesn't have to look far, not in India. More difficult in England, as you know. What is? Consolation. He looked meaningfully at Morgan.